1: Your father loves you and he wants to bless you and he wants you to have a good marriage. He wants you to have Prince Charming for your husband. He wants you to have these good things. And he's telling you, first of all, if you want your husband to one day be transformed by God, first, he says, instead of relying on your words, which is usually counterproductive, instead focus on your conduct. That's what he says, chaste, submissive conduct. Pastor Robert will
0: be tackling the subject of marriage and his emphasis will be on the responsibility of the wife in today's teaching. The Apostle Peter exhorts wives to win over their husbands by their godly conduct if they have gone off course. Instead of using your words, show your spouse by your actions. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1, with today's message.
2: His love is the main thing. First Peter 3,
1: verse Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror." Now, ladies, that word likewise points us back to the previous passage where the scriptures taught us that a follower of Jesus Christ must live as he lived, submitting even to harsh, harsh authorities and, and masters. You, you remember the passage, you know, you and I, and speaking specifically to you ladies, you know, be willing to suffer when necessary for doing good. It told us that Jesus, you know, basically what it says is that, that you know, he allowed even these corrupt human beings to falsely accuse him and then nail him to a cross, executing him. He submitted himself, he didn't have to, he submitted himself to He gave us an example to follow, but he's in the Bible here now specifically, he's addressing that to you wives. Now listen to me carefully. See, a lot of times the reaction from women to this concept of submission is something along the lines of no way. That's antiquated, it's sexist, I'm not doing it. Something written by a man to keep women in their place. And that's because too often, men have twisted the biblical principle into something unbiblical and self-serving. Any man who says to his wife, listen, you have to submit to me. The Bible says so doesn't understand the Bible or is simply in rebellion himself and is not submitting himself to the Bible because that, that's, there's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. And, and listen, subjection, is not submission. You're my wife, you will submit to me. Well, then it's not submission. You you now are placing her under subjection. You're becoming a tyrant. You're demanding that she obey. That's subjection, it's not submission. Submission can only be willingly given. Let me say that again. Submission can only be willingly given. But this passage, lady, seems to be directed to those who for whatever reason are married to men who are not submitted to the word of God. And the Holy Spirit gives clear instructions as to how you can, quote, win your husbands. Now listen, ladies, please understand this. Please understand this. Your father loves you. Your father loves you. He's the one who gave this to you. Now the lie from the enemy will try to convince you That this is just something written by men for men against women. That's a lie. This is something given by your heavenly father who loves you enough to die for you. To try to help you to have the marriage that you want to have. You see this? Big difference in perspective. Big difference in understanding. Your father loves you and he wants to bless you and he wants you to have a good marriage. He wants you to have Prince Charming for your husband. He wants you to have these good things. And he's telling you, first of all, if you want your husband to one day be transformed by God, first, he says, instead of relying on your words, which is usually counterproductive, instead focus on your conduct. That's what he says. Chaste, submissive, conduct. What does chaste mean? It just means pure. We don't use the word really too much anymore in in English, but it just means pure. That that your conduct, pure in in the eyes of God, okay? Pure conduct from God's perspective. When God looks at your conduct, would he say that's pure? Pure Submissive conduct. Verse 1. Wives, likewise. In the same way that Jesus allowed himself to be lied about, abused, you know, in the, in the sense of, of submitting himself for the sake of... I'm not suggesting that women submit themselves to physical abuse. Okay, let me, let me back up and make that clear. If he's beating you, get out. Get to safety. Okay? That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is in the same way that Jesus suffered to the point of death for doing good... He says, follow that example. Wim, wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, not to every man in the universe, to your own husband. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, see, that's not an excuse. Even if some do not obey the word, they without a word, keep your mouth shut, may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your pure conduct accompanied by fear. You want a solid, growing marriage? You want to one day have the family you dreamed of? The key is right here, ladies. This is your part. No, but what about him? No, 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 we're not talking about him yet. We will in a minute, I promise. But right now we're talking about you. (laughs) Right now we're talking about you. Less words, more action. Less talk. More focus on your conduct. This is a powerful truth. I'm telling you, it unlocks the ability to influence your man's behavior and facilitate that radical transformation which only God can do in his life. We talk about this a lot. You cannot modify your husband's behavior. And ultimately, that shouldn't be your objective. Heart change. A change in nature is what you want to facilitate. You want to participate in. You're never going to coerce him into changing by telling him repeatedly how horribly he fails to measure up. But if you'll start to treat him like a king, you'll see him eventually become your prince. Let me say that again. If you'll treat him like a king, God will work in his life to transform him into your prince. And it's God you need to be trusting. Say, I'm not suggesting to you that you trust your husband to, to change. Oh, he's made me, he's a he, thousand He always says, yeah, yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. And he never does. Stop demanding it, stop looking at him and direct your eyes toward the only one who can make a difference in your relationship. You need to trust Jesus to work in your husband and you do what Jesus said. That's what we're saying. So many times I see wives trying to use their words, trying to coerce, trying to browbeat, trying to, you know, and many times it's, it's through negative words. You never, you always, but it's, it's, you know. And what the Bible says is that you need to use less words and more godly conduct. Your conduct toward your husband is powerful. And I see it so often that the husband starts out, he wants to please the wife, but It's just, after a while, it seems impossible. No matter what I do, it's not enough. No matter what I do, it's not right. No matter what I do. And I can't tell you how often I hear that refrain. No matter what I do. And so, you know what we do as men? We shift our focus to realistic goals. That's what we do. Okay, that's not working, so I'm going to... And we redirect our, I'm not talking about an affair. I'm not talking about another woman. What I'm talking about is if he concludes he can't please you, then he simply shifts his focus to football, because she's not gonna shut up no matter what I do, so I'll just turn the game up. Listen, let me, let me illustrate this a completely different way, ladies. When I, was, when I was a young guy, I came to the conclusion that no matter what I did, as far as my schoolwork, my parents were not gonna be pleased. I was probably going to get punished at report card time. His love is the main
2: thing. His love is the main
0: thing. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire. To keep the main thing, the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word.
2: Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, 12.30, and then again at 7 p.m. Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730. Or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. At our
0: website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 1 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or send us an email at questions at mainthingradio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 1 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.